Hey guys, this week's podcast is brought to you by Bombas.com. Bombas are socks engineered and designed to look better, feel better, and perform better. Bombas are purpose-built for athletic performance designed for extreme leisure. Each section of a Bombas sock has been carefully created to improve on years of sock complacency in the industry. Also, when you purchase a pair of Bombas socks, one pair is actually donated to somebody who's in need of socks. You can save over 20% off your first order when you go to www.getbombas.com slash row. Thanks, and I hope you enjoy the show. This is the World of Row Podcast. And now your host, standing at 6'4", 225 pounds, from Alice, Texas, Roel Sun. All right, folks, let's do this. Sit back, relax, and crank up your audio level to the highest decibel because it's now time for the World of Row podcast. And I am your host. My name is Ro, Roel Santos. You know me here as this podcaster, but I'm also a loving husband, a caring father, a wonderful human being. I am a not a left-wing or right-wing person. I don't know where I'm at, but I'm a podcaster, and this is my podcast, and welcome to my podcast. This podcast is available to you every single Friday on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, wherever you listen to your podcasts. The best way you can help out my show is by taking the time to uh, give it a five-star review and subscribe to it. Tell everyone about it. You Tell your friends. Use social media like Instagram, Snapchat, or Facebook, or Vine, or whatever it is that you use. Maybe even Twitter. Get the word of mouth out. Let them know about this amazing show. And I would greatly appreciate that. So, um, okay. So, I have to tell you. I've been... This is like the third or fourth time that I do this monologue. And I think it's because I'm very, very picky about how I'm doing these things. I'm trying to get to the point where it just flows naturally and it doesn't feel so, I don't know, not scripted, but it just doesn't feel forced, you know? And I've had moments where like I'm listening to the playback on these things when I do them and I'm just like, no, 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 no. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just like so bummed and disappointed with it. But one of the things that I want to continuously do is to try to give you the best insight of myself and the best insight of what's going on in my life and with the podcast and, you know, life, general, generalizations, observations, complications, aggravations. It's getting to you. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that was, that was Aerosmith in case you guys didn't catch that. Um, one of my favorite albums, Get a Grip. Yeah. What's the name of the song? Living on the Edge. Interesting video. Do you remember that? Edward Furlong was in that video. Yeah, back when he was like a big deal. Now he's not so much of a big deal. Well, I mean, I think he's got his problems, but I'm not there. I'm not here to like call him out and say bad stuff about him because for all I know, he could probably beat me up or something. <clears throat> and I wouldn't want um, wouldn't want John Connor to beat me up. <laughs> anyway, um, I hope your week's been well. Uh, I hope all of you are going to have a safe and happy weekend with your families if that's what you're going to do. Uh, work week's been well for me. Um, lots of rain. We actually got rain in Texas. It's so awesome. It's funny how that happens. It's like a big announcement for the people in Texas. It's like, holy shit, we got some rain after like two months of no rain. And believe me, in Texas in the summertime, it is horrible with no rain. 
humidity. Summer sucks. I don't know, even know how. I've already said that numerous times. If you've been listening, you hear these monologues and you hear me talk and complain and bitch about how much I hate the heat. But it's it is what it is. But it's it was noteworthy and exciting. So, um, so you know this. I'm not I'm not much of a political savant or a political person, but I do know common sense and what's right and what's not right. But that's not that's not for here. It's neither here nor there. But the crazy thing is, is that yeah, you know, an old lady today, you know, at my place of work, place of work, you know, she called me a she called me Hillary. Yeah, why would you call me Hillary? So I'm I'm trying to digest why she was calling me that. Well, she had an issue with a cable, and she said, "Well, look, oh, this is the problem. It says it's made in China." I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" And I mean, I went like Back to the Future on her, but I think in Back to the Future Three, he says all the good stuff's made in Japan, or I can't remember. And I, I she, she's like, "That's the problem. It says it's made in China." I'm like, "Yeah, all the good stuff's made in China, right? All the good stuff is always made in China." So then, so then she looks at me and she's like really but it's not working after two months i'm like oh you know things manufacture they they mouth you know these manufacturer stuff they malfunction from time to time so she's like okay hillary and i was like whoa i mean of course i didn't tell her that i was just like uh okay that's that's strange okay and she's like i'm like i'm not about to get into a political warfare with political war with you ma'am especially you know i had you know i don't know what she is or where she stands and obviously with that comment she's probably going for you know captain doofus but you know that is (laughs) that goes without saying (laughs) she kind of dug herself in that situation where she anyway i just i was just like wow and it, it just amazes me how where people see things and believe things but it's it's like so many things you're you're never nobody's ever going to get it right nobody's ever going to have the right opinion you're just going to have i mean the right answer everyone's just going to have their own opinion and you have to kind of live with that right so kudos to her whatever um you know it's 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 just strange you know lately it feels like there's a lot of um racial profiling and um you know ethnicity backgrounds and things like that and it, and it's not so much with people that I work with or they have insults, but it's like, I mean, I get it. I mean, you look at me and I, I look, you know, I'm, 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 I'm a, I, I, I'm Hispanic, but you're like, how does a, how is a, a guy that's Hispanic six, four and looks the way you do? I mean, you, you have your concerns and your, not your concerns, but more like, uh, I need to answer this question. How does this, how, why do you look the way you do? And where are you from? Where's your family from? I mean, seriously, I, I literally sometimes get background checked by most random people and it's kind of, you know, it's really stupid and annoying because it's, that's what we've come to, you know? And again, I'm not trying to go deep or anything like that, but I want you guys to know some of the things that I have to hear and digest sometimes, but it goes back to this whole political thing. Everyone thinks they're right and everyone thinks they're right about race. And it's just a bunch of bullshit, you know, who cares? Who cares what you are, what you do? If you're a good person, that's all that matters. Right? So anyway, that's all I have to say about that. Uh, so this week, let's talk about this week's guest. Uh, this week's guest is my sister, Madi Santos. Uh, she's my younger sister, and uh, we we talk. You know, it's it's a it's a good conversation. We talk a lot about you know her career and where she's going and what she wanted to reach, and we talk about growing up together. Again, it's kind of similar to that episode where I had with my father. I mean, I wanted it to be a deep conversation and I wanted it to be one of those things where you guys can connect more with me and more with my family and where I come from. 
and it was it was awesome to have her on. I she did really well. She was actually really nervous until the point where I actually got nervous. And I think at the beginning you can kind of hear it. And then you know during that conversation she gets really comfortable when she starts talking. It was almost like she forgot that she was holding a microphone, which is cool because that's what I'm going for. And and then we laughed. We we shared stories. We didn't get to talk as long as I would have liked. Because there was more stories, believe me, that I could we could share with y'all and have a good laugh about. I mean, we didn't even bring up the the days of us uh, going to to uh, to bars together and having a couple of drinks and hanging out and you know things like that. Because those can get really hilarious. And just <laughs> she just likes to call me out on on my my lack of um, beer drinking skills. I guess at the time, anyway, they, they've actually they've significantly improved since then. But she was always quick to quick to call me out. But nonetheless, she's my younger sister, and I, we were always always connected in some small way. And I think basketball had a lot to do with it, and coaching because we both had that same passion f- for all that stuff. And I have another sister. She's old. She's a few. She's a couple years older than me. It was actually her birthday this week. So happy birthday, Lisa! Hope you had a great day. Um, I, I text her and talk to her, or whatever. But I have different connections with my sis, my siblings, you know, in their own way, like just like they have their connection that they have. So I had my bond with my older sister in a different way versus the one that I have with my younger sister. And sometimes we can't always speak to each other with the same conversation because maybe she wants to talk to my older sister about something, or maybe I want to talk to my, talk to my older sister about something, or I want to talk to my young, you know, you get the idea. So it was really cool. And, um, I'm, I, I just want to go on. I just want to keep saying here, and I, I, I can't say this enough, and I say this throughout the episode, that I'm really, really proud of her because she's worked her butt off to get where she's at, and she's she has a beautiful son. My nephew, he's an awesome kid. He's adorable, and, you know, she works really hard, and, you know, she's she's just awesome. I'm proud to have her as my sister, and I'm proud to be her brother. So I'm going to go ahead and play that episode now for you guys, and I hope you enjoy. But wait. I've almost forgotten. I left something very, very important out, and I'm going to mention it again at the end of the podcast, but I wanted to mention it now. Um, the Patreon page, www.patreon.com slash world of row. If you guys have time, go check out that page. If you could donate a couple of bucks monetarily to the podcast, you can always do that. You'll get shout outs on the podcast. You'll get to get exclusives on bonus content, things of that nature. And I do want to take the time to give a shout out to the first Patreon on the Patreon account. And that is for the first Patreon on the Patreon page. And that is Aaron Castillo. He's been a long friend of mine and one of my best friends since junior high. Hey man, thank you so much. Thanks man. Anyway, guys, let's go ahead and start the episode and I hope you enjoy it. Nervous. But why? There's nothing to be nervous about, man. I don't like talking or hearing myself. But you've done you've done interviews before all the time where you no. where you were on the news no, and everything I like that. I didn't do lots of interviews, but I don't like hearing myself talk. But why? Because I don't. Why? Because I don't. Stop it. Okay. Well. Okay. So how are you, Mari? I'm good. How are you? <sighs> I'm good. <laughs> You're making me nervous now, you stupid <laughs> jerk. Why? Don't be nervous. You're always talking on your podcast. I am. <laughs> I always talk. 
We're yeah. just here with the children. We are with our kids. Yeah. Right, and just hanging out and stuff. So when do you go back to work? Um, like we've been back to work. So you don't ever have time off? Mm, just when you go on vacation because we have open gym, summer league and, you know, all that stuff. Do you do you like having all that stuff? Doing all that yes, stuff? Yes, I enjoy seeing the kids. Was it like, so, can I, was it being a coach always something you wanted to do? Yes. There wasn't anything else? No, not really. I think when I got older, maybe in college, I I thought to myself maybe I could be a cosmetologist. You could I could see you doing that. Right? Yeah. Or some facials and waxings. <laughs> Well, you've always been super competitive. I mean, since we were kids, and were you always were you always competitive with me, or were you competitive with Lisa more than me? Uh, that's a good question. Like competitive, like sports wise. Sports and just in general. Mm. Do you remember how we used to always fight over over the TV? Uh, yes, because you always wanted to watch your shows. And you always wanted and to wrestling. Yeah, but you were competitive. Mm, like I think mom and dad pushed us to do our best education wise and then sports I think they just pushed us all but like our sister yeah. she didn't continue with she sports. She was like the little runt of the group. <laughs> she it was skipped more her. she was more into um academics and strutters and what? flags and oh, everything. Yeah. She was, oh she I was forgot smart. she was in flags. Yeah, she was real involved. Ban honors ban oboe first chair. <laughs> <laughs> you're 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 giving Lisa her accolades. <laughs> she was funny. No, but we would always fight, yeah, you and I, because you were mean. Huh? You were mean. I wasn't mean. I was just like your big brother. I had to be hard on you, but you were always like really competitive with me. You always like I, I, I felt like because you used to say you got into basketball because you watched us play. Yes, you would always have, you would organize your tournaments outside. Oh, yeah. That was, with all your teams that would have, show up. Why do you have to tell everyone about that? But, hey, you would have lots of people there. It was like a who's who. Right. They used to come out and play in Alice anyway, and they weren't really, they weren't really all that. I mean, we weren't, we were good, yeah, but we weren't, good. we were just weren't as good compared to other people from other schools and everything like that. But they would always show up to play. Yeah, they were punctual. They were very successful. They were very successful and they were very... um, It was fun. Sometimes there's people that would would get into fistfights back there. Who? I never saw that. Yeah, well, maybe if he listens to this, but Andre Willie got in a fight in the backyard. Willie? Yeah. With who? Isauro. (laughs) Maldonado. That's crazy. Yeah. I never knew that. Well, because we, they just, would, I like y'all would always talk crap to one another. <laughs> they punched, they Isauro knocked them out, and then they made up and stopped fighting after that. Crazy boys, yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, but I mean, so, so yeah, I would always see y'all playing outside, yeah, and mm-hmm. then I guess I started playing when I was like what a sixth grader. Yeah. Yeah, I started or playing. Or fifth grade. Leagues. I think it was fifth, no, no it was, sixth it was grade. Sixth grade. I was horrible, man. I would miss shots underneath when I started playing uh, boys and girls. And anyway, I remember that they would never like pass you the ball or anything, right? I was horrible. I'm telling you. I was so embarrassed that I would miss shots underneath. underneath. Yeah. And then, but you got really good the next year. Yeah, dad would be outside. I remember y'all would be outside working with yeah. me. And I think even. 
the nerds were out there too, mm-hmm. right? They, were, they would help you too. Joseph and Justin. Yeah. Yeah. And then your seventh grade year, you get, you were really good. And then in eighth grade, I you started had, getting back. I yeah. started uh, getting a little bit better. Missy Gonzalez pushed me to go play little dribblers my sixth grade year. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I remember when you were in seventh grade, Coach Coach Samora was watching you play. Right, she would show up to some games there at Memorial. So you were how how realistic because you were var, you were varsity your sophomore year. How realistic was it for you maybe being varsity your freshman year? Was that ever a possibility? Because you ended up playing JV, right? Yes, I played JV as a freshman. Um, Coach Zamora and Coach Newman had told me that if I was on varsity my freshman year, I wouldn't get a lot of playing time because there were some other good posts um, upperclassmen oh, yeah. that were good. Yeah. So on JV, I got more playing time and I was able to. Wow, that's that's crazy, right? Because it will. Wait, never mind. Because I was going to say we were on JV at the same time, but I was two years ahead of you, so I was already on varsity when you were on JV. Yes, and then you were senior, and I was a sophomore. We got to take a varsity picture together. Yeah, I remember that. (laughs) Were we like standing next to each other? Yes, we were standing next to each other. They purposely planned that, I think. You think so? Yeah. (laughs) And then (laughs) it was a good picture. And then we did the. uh, the news article thing was Juan Naveja. Oh, yeah. That's right. We did. I have it in my scrapbook at home. In Mom I and have Dad's. my scrapbook, too, with lots of all that stuff in there, all that good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. That was real good. Mm-hmm. Memories. <laughs> Mom and Dad would be there sitting for hours watching basketball games. Yeah. Like for what? Like four hours or yeah. Every Tuesday and Friday. Well, mm-hmm. they, well, mom and dad didn't go to the away games, right? Only yeah. sometimes. Uh, sometimes when dad would get out of work early, but yeah, they tried to go to a lot of the games. That that was a lot of fun. Yes. Do you think that dad? You think that dad was was extra like pushy on you to be good at basketball, or do you think it was was it? Were you ever stressed? Trying to get better, would it would it worry you and stuff? Just because when you're at that age. The coaches push you, and then like dad was real pushy, not pushy, but just wanted wanted um, you to do really well, I guess, because he kind of saw you doing really good with it. Like, I think I would practice and play hard to get better, but then dad, yes, he would push you to get better. Yeah. But it, during AAU, it was, you know, it's like girls that are like cream of the crop that right. would play. Right. And if I had a bad game, like dad would tell me, if you're not going to play well, we might as well just go home. I'm not going to be wasting gas money in these people's times. And I'm like, Dad, it's okay if I have a bad game. But yeah. I think he always just wanted it the best. But then during the season, you had Coach Zamora or Coach Zidansky. But was she, did she yell, was she yelling at you a lot? I mean, she would yell when I would miss easy shots, her and Coach Newman. I mean, mm-hmm. Coach Newman was like our post coach. Yeah, and she was very animated. I remember when when during games, yeah, she'd I get mean, real worked up. They were both good coaches, and you know they just they push everyone to get better. And yeah, you know I had goals. I wanted to play college ball, and you know I had to push myself to get better. Was it ever? Did you ever feel like it was a long shot, or was it like always a possibility? Because I know, because I remember your sophomore year, you. When I was a senior, I remember watching you play, and I was just like, wow, she's doing really good. But you were behind, you know, a couple of other people. And then, like, your junior year, you had, like, an, a really good year than your senior year. But at any point in time, did you think, like, hey, I'm going to go – I'm going to play college. I'm, college basketball is a real possibility. Or in the back of your head, we were just like, you know what, I'm going to do good in high school. 
Um, and then we'll go from there. Well, yes. First, I would take it day by day and just yeah. worry about high school basketball. And then right. when playing AAU, you would go to these big tournaments. You right. get exposure. And there was a lot of college uh, recruits. Sc- yeah, recruits. And they would scout you. And then once I started getting letters or I would talk to some, I said, oh, there is a chance. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, it was okay if I started off at a junior college and then worked my way, way up. up. Like, like, I a, didn't mind. Yeah. But, I mean, it was just, it was a great experience, and I'm glad that I was good enough to go play college yeah. ball. And then you got an education out of it, too. Yes, I sure did. Finished in four years. Our coaches really pushed for us to finish in That's four go- years. That's uh, Coach Garcia, right? Uh, Mark Garcia. Is he still coaching at A&M International? Um, no. He's at, back in high school, right? Uh, he had gone back to... Alexander? Uh, Alexander High School in Laredo. And then um, last I heard, he moved to San Antonio. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes. I remember him. Uh, he I coached, He coached against me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard that he was a very good coach yeah. in high school. He was. They, they always had really good uh, basketball teams, and they always pressed. They were always fast. They were always at- athletic. And, uh, you know, he was he was a really good coach. I right, just he would press that. a lot, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh gosh. I, I think we were the first uh, women's team that pressed. No, no, no. That he coached. Oh, okay. I mean, he came out of Alexander and went to Tamu. I just he's re- the one that recruited me down to to Laredo. Come, yeah, come back from Oklahoma. Were you okay? So let's talk a little bit about that. So you got that that you got your your scholarship to Oklahoma, into the junior college. Were you excited about that, or were you nervous, or how did you feel? Because I, it was like complete. Different. 180 from what you were doing. Um, I think I had mixed up emotions. I mean, it was exciting, <laughs> but at the same time, it was scary. Like, you know how we're very family oriented, right? And then, you know, I go up there and I had to go to freshman orientation, and mom, dad, and though Chris just said, "Okay, bye," <laughs> and like I couldn't cry because I was all with these other freshmen that were right. there. So I did what I had to do, and then when I got in my dorm, I would cry. Yeah. But then I made friends, you know, that yeah. some good people from Oklahoma, Dominican, Brazil, Puerto Rico. I mean, everyone was real nice. And then once I got settled, then it was time to come home. Wow. But, I mean, it was... So overall, your experience was, was good? Yes. Yes and no. In Oklahoma, yes and no. I mean, yeah. I had one coach that was just great, and then the other coach, he was just something else. Yeah. yeah. I remember that was, like, a rough time for you because um, you would call every day. I think you had already, you already had your cell phone, so you were calling, like, every day, talking to mom and dad. And and Yahoo Chat, don't forget. Oh, that. yeah, that Yahoo Chat, <laughs> Yahoo Messenger. and We had to teach mom how to use a computer. Yeah, I remember <laughs> that. <laughs> but, yeah, I really did miss y'all. No, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know you miss me too. No, I, I, I kind of did. <laughs> so did so. It was just. Did you just do that? You did one whole year in Oklahoma, right? Yes, I made the dean's list as well. Wow, that just, hey, that's awesome. Yeah, it was my first time seeing snow and cows like everywhere. You saw right so, across the street. I mean, they were everywhere. There was cows. Yes. Yeah, that was um. I I just remember it being like a your senior year in high school I, i'm not gonna go into detail i just remember it was like a very tense time mm-hmm. because i think mom and dad were really worried about you going to college and they wanted you to i think they were just stressing out at the idea that hey she has potential to go to college and get a scholarship and they were so want, worried about that and they wanted you to su- be successful with it yeah i mean 
come on. You know, dad would make me go shoot baskets after games. Man, he was like... He was hardcore. He was hardcore on you on that, man. I remember he was always yelling at the games. In hand signals. Hand signals, and then he'd almost get ejected by the refs from games, (laughs) and then... Or maybe he did get ejected, right? Yeah, I think there was a game he did, but... But (laughs) there was, like, he was just... Every time, and he would sit by himself, and then he would cheer on so everyone could cheer. Oh, I remember that, everyone. that You know, it's funny you mentioned that, because I remember when... We would go to the games and y'all were playing and we would get there like early mm-hmm. and and oh, it was, and he would always like, the guys would be like, hey, bro, I'll tell your dad to do the cheer. <laughs> so, and I look at him, dad, and I go, dad, do it. I'm like, oh, and he does a, he does a two bits, four bits, six bits, a doll. You know, he did all that and everyone, everyone would just. Everyone would get going. Everyone right? would get going and everyone got a kick out of it because he was just so into it but do you remember that game when y'all played in tm that playoff game and y'all won that was and, against bevo yeah right? and dad dad like ran to ran onto the court with his the big old flag and <laughs> yes man that was the best i seen him moving a long time well back then he had he had one good knee hey <laughs> <laughs> in every game he would write a letter to the team and tara smith would read the letter oh yeah and i was a junior i think that was like his it. his uh his favorite over there tara smith <laughs> Terry Smith, Roberts. They would, they would look forward to his letters. Yeah. Yeah. So then, um, so then after, so then after Oklahoma, you went to Laredo, and I know you love Laredo. Yes, I sure do. And you still love Laredo. Which, I do. It's which really I don't. Nice. I don't understand how you still love Laredo. You didn't like it because. No puedo hablar español bien. <laughs> no, I couldn't speak Spanish that good. I still you can't. would always get in a bad mood. Oh, because I worked Man. in the mall. The mall was like the worst experience ever. And you would say, you would say, oh, I don't know Spanish. Why can't they speak English? We're here in Texas. Yeah. But that's Texas- why mom and dad would always tell you, you need to practice. Well, I, I tried to do it and I wasn't that good at it. And I eventually just... I couldn't take it. I lasted there six months, and I used to tell people, I tell people to this day that that you're an A and M international alum, and I tell them how much you love Laredo. And people who are from Laredo, they're like, I don't know why she likes it over there. I said I don't know either, but I think it's just because she loved college there, and she used to have a lot of fun. And yes, back in the day when you used to be able to go across without. It was the first year that it wasn't so bad, but then after <laughs> that, it got bad. But. Yeah, I, every Thursday I would tell mom and dad, my phone's not working. I'll call you tomorrow morning. But what were you doing? Well, we were getting ready to go across. It was dollar <laughs> drinks. I mean, but it, I mean, it's college life. I mean. So you lied to mom and dad? I, I would fib a little bit. The next day I would tell them the truth. Or, <laughs> you know, after I graduated, I told them the truth. But I mean, it was my first year in Laredo. I mean, everyone tries it going across. But then I, and that's your yeah. That's my son. That's Camilo going but, nuts. But I think um, after after that, um, when my junior and my senior year, I calmed down and you know got involved with uh, your student teaching, which took up a lot of time. Did you like student plans. teaching? Yes, I did. You were kids. Yes, my first block I was at Kawas Elementary, mm-hmm. and then I did my second and my third block with Coach Morin at LBJ High School. Oh yeah, I remember that. And he, to this day, he's a good friend of mine too. Wow, we keep in touch. I made some good friends out there in Laredo. Hey, so, whatever happened to that guy that played basketball for the boys, Keith? Keith Simpson? Yeah, what happened to him? Um, I believe he's married and he lives in the valley. He has two little kids. 
Wow. Yeah, he, he was, was pretty good. Yeah, he was good. I remember for my uh, my photography class, I took a picture of him. Like, we were advertising Jordan. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, I remember him. I remember, him. like, he, was, he dunked it and just action shots. Yeah. Did you like taking pictures? Yeah, for that class, I enjoyed it. I mean, I had to. It was either that or dancing. But, but like, I like taking pictures, but, I mean. You were really good. Best. You were really good because you used, like, black and white photos right oh yeah because every week like she would call or she would tell us to do a project like black and white or colored or both and yeah the, the one there's one that mom and dad still have that you took or is it when she's feeding him the brownie <laughs> yeah man her bangs were so short in that picture that lady jacked her up <laughs> i love that picture right, and she still has it and then the, the i think grandpa right yeah the one with grandpa and then and then you had the one with um and you Lisa. were in there too. Was yeah. I? Yeah, you're in there too. You, mom, dad. Oh, right? yeah, that was a good picture. That's yeah, that's one of my favorite on Easter, right? Yeah, you were wearing his hat. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then dad put his hat on grandpa's hat, yeah. head, right? That yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> oh, man. Memories. But you were, so do you, you were really good at that. So, okay, so now you graduated college, you started coaching, and I'm not, Pre-Mont. we're not, I mean, you started in Premont. And you were a head coach there, and I remember when you told me you were doing the head coaching thing. Like I sat you down, and I said, "So tell me, what are you what are you gonna do? What kind of offense you're gonna run? What kind of defense?" And you were like, "Dude, I just got the job." Yeah, I mean, I thought I was just going in as head basketball, and then like they gave you like everything. And yeah, and then uh, maybe a week before too, they started for volleyball. They said, "Oh, you're head volleyball," and I was like, "What?" And I mean, it was just okay. And then like the seasons kind of overlapped, so I mean, it was just a little overwhelming, but I guess. Yeah. I did learn a lot. And I, to, I mean, at the smaller schools, you have to do like everything compared yeah. to the big schools. Right. It's everything is practically like seems like it's done for you. Yeah. So did you did you have a lot of fun in Premont? Yes, I did. I was there for three years. Was it three years? Yeah, three years. Wow. Um, it was it was exciting. I mean, yeah. a lot of nice people out there in Premont, and I every time I see them, we keep you know we talk, and I keep in touch with some of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's good people out there. Do they still have like their the the sports pro sports and everything um, over there? At the high school, yes, they have volleyball and boys and girls basketball and tennis and track. The they don't have football because of their situation, but um, they started football at the junior high level. Oh, okay, well, that's so good. eventually it'll get back. You'll get back on there. there. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were there longer than that. No, three years, and then Tracy brought me back, back home. home. Yeah. yeah. That and was and a, then you've exciting. been there, yeah. You've been there what six years now, seven I years. I just completed five. Holy crap! Yeah, five. I missed the dinner. I got a little plaque. Oh, did you? Yeah. Wow. Mom and dad have it in their room. So oh no, no, no! It's in my room. Is is there still a lot of people that are there that when we were there? Um. Yeah, like, I mean, there's some coaches and some teachers that are there, and then some that retired. But yeah. I've had the opportunity to work with some teachers that were teachers when you were when we, we were, were there. there. Yeah. yeah, but it's good to be part of that. You know that district where we went to school, and you want to come back home. Yeah. Did it feel weird for you going in? Because I mean, you graduated almost like ten years after that, eight or nine years. Did it feel really weird going in there and walking in the school, but you're not a student and you're a coach? Did it feel kind of weird? 
Yeah, I did, but then people said, oh, it still feels like you're a student <laughs> since I look so young. <laughs> well, because <laughs> because when you first got there, a lot of the teachers were still there that were there when we were there. Yes, and some are still there. Right, right. You yeah. said some are still there. But some was Miss Kenning still there when you were? No. She was already gone. She was already gone. And then uh, the principal was Lucy Munoz, I think, when oh. I got hired. I mean, it was several principals. And then uh, I got... You know, I got reassigned to Mary R. Right. Yeah, we don't, we don't have to go oh, no, into no, all that. But, like, but yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, but, you're, you know, like at Primon, I, I was at the high school. And then here in Alice, I was at the high school. And then I did, ele- I moved to, I got moved to elementary PE. Yeah. I was at Mary R. I didn't go to that school. We didn't go to that school. No, we didn't. Yeah, we didn't. The, Do, you know, I, I love that campus. The faculty, like we're just like one big family. That's cool. We're always doing dub smash videos. I know. I say, yeah, those are popular around yeah, on Facebook when you put those on there. There's so many of them, and they all look. <laughs> and do you all plan that? Like you, you have to sequence it out, right? Because obviously, y'all don't get it right on the first try. Um, sometimes it takes us like three tries, but some would be like, "Okay, Marty, will you come up with the dance?" And I'm like, "Okay, you pick the song." So sometimes where it's all of us just putting it together, but it's fun. I mean, we have to make it fun. I mean, but it's a big time job, go by and yeah, everything. But if you enjoy your job, it's not really a job. I yeah. mean, I play outside all day. That's awesome. And you yeah. have kids. You're great. You're real great with kids. They Thanks. all like you and they gravitate right. towards you. But is that, I guess with coaching, is that like the biggest thrill for you is that you're working with kids and you're helping them and in some way and you're kind of like almost trying to shape them into getting ready into the adult world? Because like I don't know about you, but there's coaches like even in high school to junior high and some that both positively affected me and negatively affected me. But you always remember, it's when you're at that age, you always remember the negative more than the positive sometimes yeah but there's always the ones that you feel like wow this this person really was trying to help me mm-hmm. but they i don't know i mean you know and i was i know i understand what you mean i mean and i had a lot of my coaches that made a difference in my life in a good way i want to say like i think in my first year in college that coach in oklahoma he he was just negative like uh, you know like a and, jerk yeah yeah and but all my coaches here in Alice from elementary to high school, right? they were great coaches. I mean, I learned from all of them, and they made a difference, and I guess that's what pushed me even more to get into teaching and coaching. Like, I would love to make an impact. Yeah. So when you were in high school, before, uh, was it like the Tracy and, and Joe Newman, would they like tell you, like, you should be a coach, you could do this? No. No? No, not really. No, I mean, they were really big on education and yeah. basketball, but, I mean, they never... I was scared of them. Oh, I, I, I was scared the, of Tracy. To this day, I'm, yeah. I'm still kind of well, like, scared. <laughs> even when I go hang out with Tracy, I'm like, hey, coach. She's like, I can't even call her Tracy. Yeah, and she's like, like, you don't have to call someone. me coach anymore, right? Yeah, Has she ever told just, you that? She's like, you're working now. You're an adult now, but still, it's just... <laughs> yeah, I have like, so much respect <laughs> for them. I can't... <laughs> Hey Tracy, hey Joe, just it's not gonna happen. She was my health teacher my sophomore year, and I thought she was intimidating, but she could be funny in her own little way. Yeah, she's. And then I remember, like years later, she asked you. She asked you to ask me to help her with her internet at her house. And when I went to her house, I was like, I felt still like intimidated to tell her that I couldn't get it to work. I still like was trying really hard to get it to work. <laughs> Cause she, she, you know, she. Everyone was scared of her. <laughs> yeah, 
I mean, even Coach Newman, I don't think I said more than like 10 words to Coach Newman. Yeah, like I was just, that would be a yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Yeah. Yeah. But, but when you, so when you came back into coaching, were they all like pretty excited for you? Yeah. And I was excited to work with them. But That's Coach pretty Newman, cool. Like, because like Coach Newman, I mean, Coach Sadansky or Coach Samara was like a big influence on you yeah. and she was, and you, she brought you in with her. That was kind of cool. Yeah. I wish Coach Newman would have been here still but she, she was trying to get both of y'all to go right with her yes but it was just you her and coach gonzalez what do you missy mean? uh no missy yes missy was at the high school yeah mm-hmm. were you were you were you nervous when you first started coaching with her like having yes. to like coach kids in front of her and things like that yes i was very nervous and of course like i didn't you know scared of stepping on her toes she's like you just do your job coach don't <laughs> worry about <laughs> stepping on my toes or, yeah. yeah but i was nervous for a while till after after you know a couple of months yeah. and stuff i i couldn't imagine i even you know it's in my job like we were doing retail and stuff i used to always get nervous when like the bigger wigs would come into the store and i'd have to like act like you just feel like they're watching you so mm-hmm. i'd always get really nervous and people were they're like my boss would be like, "Don't worry about it. You're fine. You're doing your job." And it's just this is always weird when like you feel like someone's watching you, but at the same time you're trying to do your job, and it's just weird. But you always did a great job at your stores. Oh well, thank you. Sam Appreciate Goody that. To, um, <laughs> GameStop. GameStop. Well, wait, were you on cue or, or Sam, Sam Goody? On, on cue, Sam Goody. It was the same thing. You did good. Oh, thanks. Right? Yeah. You always did good in your stores. A lot of people would be like, "That's your brother." Oh my God, he's so helpful when I go in. And I'm like, wow, he's, he's so nice. <laughs> well, you know, you you did the you did the coaching thing. I wanted to be a coach so bad. And you should have gone. It's never too late to go back. Yeah, but I don't know if I can handle the type of work you do. That the, you're always on the go, and you do like a really good job. And thanks. I'm always on a time schedule. You are. If if you feel like you're always having to look at the clock to see where what time it is, or yes. what. I mean, even like. At home, it's like, okay, mom, I'll be home at this time, and then we got to go do this because I have to go back. She's like, it's always in, on the go, and, and you're never home. And so. And mom's still like that, right? Yeah, she's still like that. And then it's. She's like, when a, I, like a control freak a little bit? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, she always has us in check. <laughs> but like, even when I had um, Camilo, it was like towards the end of volleyball season, and then I was out for six weeks. And then when I went back, I felt a little lost. Yeah. And then when I would come home, sometimes it would be midnight because, you know, we played in... Vic- Rockport or Victoria. No, not Rockport, or Victoria. We were in that district. Yeah. And I would get home and I'd be like, okay, Camilo will be waking up maybe like in four or five hours and I'll look forward to it. Yeah. But, I mean, I love what I do, but... And you're awesome. No, you're awesome. No, no, you are. No, we are. We're, okay, we are we awesome. Are. We are yeah. awesome. Hey, so did when you when we played basketball, who would win between you and me? I think you would win, right? I, when we were younger? Yeah. You would win. Yeah. I'd probably still win. But. No, I probably would. Well, I have a, a bad knee. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I had a I have a bad knee and I've had two surgeries on that. On same the same knee. knee? Yeah. Well in college, my junior year, let's see, I I Was it your junior year? Or was it your sophomore year? No, it was my junior year in college. I blew out my knee on a jump stop on a fast break. Did it hurt? Yeah, like it was a pop by jump stop and then it just went pop, it popped and then I tried to finish the shot and then it popped again and then I fell. 
And then my teammate, Vanessa, she was like, get up. I was like, dude, I'm trying. And I couldn't. Yeah. So I was like, oh, no, it's okay. I got this. But dad, like, called it that, oh, it's her ACL. So what happened? So did you walk off the court? Uh, I, uh, the trainer helped me off and my teammates. And then we, I still went shopping with mom and Lisa at the mall. <laughs> remember, we stayed at your place. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, okay, it'll be fine. And then it was swollen. And then, yeah. man, in the middle of the night, it would just hurt bad. Well, I remember when you had your surgery and mom and dad came and stayed at the apartment and lisa came with them and we were mom and dad were in in the bedroom and me you and lisa were in the living room and i think you slept on the futon and lisa and i slept on the floor and, and no one helped me <laughs> yeah no but one dad came me. out of the, the bedroom <laughs> to help me and y'all were right there and we were just laughing the whole time we were just y'all we were, were me yeah I, we we didn't know what that was like to yeah. go through that so yeah i tore my acl on both meniscus so does it so do you have a, like a lot of pain um no like it was fine i think uh, when i came back my senior year i i played without my knee brace because when i would play with the knee brace it would hurt more really yeah so i mean i was a little bit hesitant but i mean it was okay you just play the way you play and then my senior year i broke my nose i remember that but i did break it also in, in high um, school yeah my junior year in the sweet 16 and yeah. then yeah and then i was playing an alumni tournament with some girls from alice and awadusa and my knee i don't know what happened it just it felt jello-y and then i ended up going to the doctor and i had a bucket handle a bucket handle tear on my meniscus so i had to do a scope and that just happened right like a yeah, year or two ago like two three years ago yeah so then when i would play in the in the city league mm-hmm. with some people from Alice, like this past year, like I'll be playing good and then it'll feel jello-y and then it'll be like, dude, like something needs to pop. So I guess now I need to start playing with the knee brace. Yeah, but I fun. do CrossFit and run on it and that's fine. But does it hurt when you go running? Cause you do, you run like what, two, three miles at a time. Yes. No, it doesn't hurt. Mm-mm. Yeah. It's just like from like changing directions quickly and everything. I think that's like one of the things that I've I've been lucky enough and fortunate enough is never to have any type of knee injuries. But I always, because I was flat footed, I always sprained my ankles a lot. Oh, I only had one bad sprain ever in my life. Yeah, I had like several. Ooh. And then I I remember, but it was it's it's weird because when you sprain your sprain your ankle in like high school, like within two days, it you feel better. Mm-hmm. So I remember one time I was playing basketball with uh, like Coach Beltran and all those older guys. And I used to like to go play just one. I'd work out and the two I'd look like really good because everyone else was. <laughs> <laughs> anyone else? <laughs> older? Yeah. So I'd look like Michael <laughs> Jordan or because I'd make all these cool passes and everything like that. And they would be like, wow, that's such a good. Anyway. So I remember I sprained my ankle one time and like I it took me like three weeks to recover from it. And then I tried doing the Volcanico and that didn't work, (laughs) but then it took, it took, then I I tried to play because I was playing in a city league and Alan, Alan Alanis was playing on another team and he was guarding me. And like, I did something and I re-aggravated it and it Mm -hmm. took like two months to, to get over. Hey, well, and my foot wasn't even swollen. I thought like because he I let dad rub it. And I put some ice. I, in. I thought I like I had I thought I had like tore my Achilles because of the way I landed. I felt something pop. Yeah, and I like I just Probably immediately fell to the ground. And did you cry? No, but it hurt. 
her a lot. I had to be in. I was in crutches the next day. You had crutches there at the house, so I used them. I couldn't. I couldn't walk. I'm being serious. I didn't know what was wrong with it. My foot wasn't swollen. Well, you should have gone to the doctor. No, well, I, I was. I had just started working with GameStop. I didn't have insurance, so I didn't know what to do. So. You and should have cut it off, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I just didn't know. I didn't know what it was, but to this day, it's still like, I mean, I can play like two games and then that's it. That's it? You're done? I'm done. Two, three games. And then yeah, I feel but like... But you still play, right? Like, yeah. I mean, here in San Antonio? I still play. I mean, the last time I played was like last, no, like three or four months ago. But when I, I'll play like but two... you play on a, a sucky court, right? The court's like, it's not like a gym. It's like those, like the, remember like in Kingsville, like in junior yes. high, the uh, Kingsville Middle School, it it's had like, like the, or, or Gillette, it had like the, like the cafeteria floor. Yes. It's like that. E. That sucks. Yeah. So I'll play like three games or four games. And then if I sit out one, I get really, really cold and like. And that's it. That's it. Yeah, that's what I have to, that's to cr- warm up. In it's it. crazy, right? Because then, so what I'll do is I, I make sure to, I'll pack like like a sweater and like lots of stuff. So if I, if I lose, I put I immediately put the sweater back on and I try to like stay warm. That's real good. But that's, but it's weird, right? Because when you get older, that happens and yeah. you don't really realize it until after after it happens and you're like dang this That's is this is what dad was older. talking about yeah. dad you, you're like dad actually had something right yeah <laughs> so does camilo like sports um i guess i mean when he's here with amelia he's there playing with the soccer ball and then at home he has a little basketball like rim right like a little basketball yeah, yeah, yeah. i bought him for christmas and then he likes to run and I'm not going to force him to play sports, but he is going to be forced to be a swimmer. A swimmer? Yeah. Why? Why a swimmer? Because I really like swimming and and it's real important to learn how to swim. But like I just I would really like to see him doing that. But if he wants to play football, baseball, basketball, like he could do that. But I'm not going to force him to do that. Yeah. You know, you think it's bad? No. No, but I'm gonna let him try everything. Yeah, you should but. try everything. The, I think the most important thing is for him to figure out what he likes rather than what you think he should like. Like, well, I think he's gonna swim. Oh, okay, he's gonna swim. He's gonna swim for sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sure Valerie's gonna say, "I'm Melia's gonna play soccer." See? Well, she well she likes it. Yeah, I mean she's always outside. Yeah, she likes. Yeah, stuff. she likes to do that. So. Oh, and I, Cam's gonna be in the drum line. He's going to be in the drumline? He doesn't know it yet, but <laughs> he's going to do it. See? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be a gymnast. She's going to be a gymnast, and she's going to do everything. She's going to invent something in in science. <laughs> I don't know what make I was trying to say. Money. She's going to make y'all money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I guess we'll see. But I would really like to see him swim. So like you know tim duncan michael phelps you, michael phelps is gonna be in the olympics again yeah he's like in his mid-30s already hey he could still go yeah well yeah. well i just wanted to talk to you for a little bit and before we well, go thanks. off and get on get on our way and get on our thanks. trip thanks for having me on here i enjoy listening to your podcast i'll listen to him on bus rides oh do you yeah. There's a whole lot of them. There's like 25 of them right now. I know. And I would hear some. I think I mean, let George Beltran hear one with me. <laughs> and then, um, and I hear dad listening to him too. And 
Camilo, I don't know how he does it, but he has it playing on his iPad. Right, Jane? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm looking and it's the podcast is open on the iPad and I don't even know how he knows. But yeah. Because he's, he's, he knows his uncle. Yeah. <laughs> but he's yeah, some special. Yes. But oh. it's really cool that you have this. I really appreciate that. Thanks, Maude. Thank, thanks. Thanks for being on. Yeah, thanks for having me. Are you ready to eat Torchy's tacos? I am. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm always ready to eat too. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right, sister. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. I enjoyed our conversation as you heard throughout and lots of laughs. And unfortunately, we didn't go to Torchy's Tacos after that conversation. We actually had to go to... We ended up settling for Chili's and I was just like... And I eat, chilies is everywhere. You can eat chilies all the time. Torchy's Tacos is, is amazing. And for those of you who aren't in the South Texas area or San Antonio, Austin area, if you ever come down, you got to try that place. They make great tacos. And I was really looking forward to it. We were both looking forward to it. And then it kind of just went the other way. But I digress. <laughs> that was... <laughs> that's what happened. We didn't get to do anything else. We ended up at Chili's. And, uh, yeah, Chili's is Chili's. Anyway... So you got a feel for my sister and our conversation. And again, it was so much fun. Thank you. And um, I wish I, we don't have really social media social media to plug for her. But um, if you're on Facebook and we're friends every now and again, she'll tag me in a post. And you'll see some of the funny stuff that she puts on there. Those videos that she does do with her, her teachers at school are hilarious. It was those dub smash videos. Do you remember those? She still, I think they're something else now. But remember those? Those were like really popular. They used to do them all the time. They were so legendary. (laughs) Anyway, guys. Anyway. I hope you've enjoyed. Next week's guest is going to be great. That is going to be episode 30. 30 episodes, folks. 30 weeks. 30. I I like to say that. I just like to say that. Anyway. So, uh, next week's guest is going to be great. Stay tuned for that. Uh, Watch the plugs for that. It's going to be totally gnarly. (laughs) I just said gnarly. I was watching uh, Pump Up the Volume. That's why. I think he said gnarly and Pump Up the Volume. Anyway. Um, let's talk a little bit about social media, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Vine. You can follow me at Roel Santos Jr. You can follow me on Snapchat at the Roel, although I don't really do a lot of Snapchats. You can check it out if you want. Um, check out the Facebook page for World of Row, facebook.com slash World of Row. You can like the page. You can even comment. You can share whatever you want to, you want to tell all your friends about it. Go for it. By all means, I would love that. And, um, you can also check out the website, worldofrow.com. You can see past episodes. And current episode, well, yeah, past and current episodes, the whole back catalog there, you can catch up with all of that. And also the Patreon page. You guys can donate a couple of bucks or shekels to to this podcast and you get you get uh, insight onto bon- into bonus content, videos, pictures, whatever. If you go to uh, patreon.com slash world of row. That's going to do it this week for the world of row. You've been listening to it <laughs> and we stay tuned as the world of row turns. I don't know where I was going with that. So. Anyway, y'all have a nice weekend and we'll catch you next week. All right, folks, sit back, relax, and crank up your audio level to the highest decibel because it's now time for the World of Row podcast. I am your host. My name is Ro, and my daughter wants to say hi. Hi, Kirkin. What's that? Okay, so that, yeah, this is. Um, you, I'm your host. My name is Ro, Roel, Broel, Brosif. I'm a man of many hats. Obviously, you can tell I'm a 
loving husband and a loving father. And uh, I'm a podcaster, and this is my podcast. And uh, welcome to the show. And this is a uh, this is uh, another another day in paradise. 